This message comes from NPR sponsor McDonald's. McDonald's supports Ronald McDonald House Charities, who provide space for millions of families each year to spend quality time together when their child is in the hospital. McDonald's, serving here. For NPR Music, I'm Sydney Madden with a special edition of All Songs Considered, a conversation with Megan the Stallion. Houston rapper Megan the Stallion played our first ever Tiny Desk Fest. She joined forces with Brooklyn band Phony People and put on an electrifying show behind the desk. It was broadcast live and will be online soon. But after the concert, we headed downstairs to Studio One and had a conversation. During our chat, Megan talked about unveiling a new alter ego, her upcoming debut album, and why she's specifically pursuing a degree in healthcare administration. And she's doing all that while balancing a career in rap. I started off by asking her what it was like to perform behind the desk in an office. It's definitely different because I've never performed with a live band. And that was amazing. Shout out to phony people. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, usually I'm like running across the stage and like twerking Mm -hmm. and like (laughs) pulling hotties on stage. So that's definitely a different vibe. I could have probably had y'all twerking on the desk, but... <laughs> I don't know how y'all gonna feel about that. Me and one of my <laughs> colleagues were talking about that. We're like, she could put her leg up. People have jumped on the desk. People have done crazy dances on See, the I desk. See, I put on my jeans today to restrict myself. Yes. <laughs> yes. How did you prepare for this? How did y'all get together and rehearse? Because you said if it's never been with a live band, that instrumentation, that percussion was so unique. Let me tell you how, how cool they are. So I'm literally in a different state like every day. So I was in New York for maybe like two days and they were like, hey, Meg, you got a rehearsal at like three and you got a video shoot at like eight. And I'm like, damn, I got time to rehearse? Like, we going to do that? So I pulled up to the rehearsal and they had been rehearsing, so they already knew what to do. And I'm like, this can't be no different from like just rapping acapella or being in the studio. Like, if they all beat, they fucked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, I just went in there and... Shit, we just did it. We just clicked really well, so. And talk to me a little bit about the arrangements, because I don't know, does anyone know Hot Girl Summer? Top 40 hits. Yeah. Cash it, diamond, <laughs> platinum selling. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but they sounded so different at the desk, and you, yeah, they you know, did. being from Houston, you had the you had the Houston sound of Swisher House up in there. You know. But <laughs> when it came to adding phony people, there was like a jazz element to it. So yeah. can you talk to me about the arrangements? Um, so like I said, I had never performed with a band before ever. So it was like a super shock to me, uh, going from a lot of bass, 808, you know, to some chill shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> this is so calm. Like, I wonder, if they- <laughs> I don't know if they're going to feel me, but we're going <laughs> to, we're going to try it. And as soon as we started playing it, I was like, oh wait, I can get into this. Like, this is smooth. So it was, I loved it. Did you ever listen to chill shit like that growing up? You know what's really crazy? I don't know if y'all know who Dom Kennedy is. Mm. Okay, yeah. So I listen to a lot of Dom. So like, oh. I I like turn like ratchet shit, you know what I'm saying? But like my playlist is like Dom Kennedy, <laughs> The Weeknd, Rihanna. <laughs> You're in your so feelings. Yeah, yeah, but when I'm getting into it though, I'm listening to like 3-6 Mafia, mm. like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like back and forth, like a lot of Pimp C, so like, it, it could go either or with me. And how did the collab, We you premiered a new song tonight. Yes, like, everybody loves it. Fucking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how did that collab come about? 
So I, I record when I can. I'm always writing. Mm-hmm. And um, Salim, who works at 300, he's like, Megan, look, I know you don't usually do this, <laughs> but I got this band. <laughs> And they cool. I said, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> he's like, no, for real. So I was like, let me hear the song. <laughs> and the song was awesome. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm doing that shit. I, I agree. <laughs> we fucking around. So <laughs> I wanted to do it. It was easy. easy. It was easy. Light work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, you have a few personas, right? It's a few alter egos. There's yes. Tina Snow, Sally, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hot Girl Meg. Mm-hmm. Who else? So like Stallion and Megan and Stallion are the same same person. Mm-hmm. So right now the only personas that I've introduced are Megan and Stallion, Tina Snow, and Hot Girl Meg. So are you saying there's more? Yes, it's a lot of people up here. Okay. <laughs> so who came out at the desk? It, that was definitely Megan and Stallion. Yeah, that was her. She, you know, she a little sexy. You know, she she really had on pants today, so she didn't really like show y'all what she really be doing. But like, we had to keep it cute for the desk. <laughs> Nice. How many more will we meet? My next project, I will be introducing a new lady. So uh, <laughs> just be ready for that. Does she have a name? Her name is Sugar. Ooh. <laughs> She's like besties out. with Tina Snow. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that's a problem. A big problem. <laughs> and for newer fans here who just kind of discovered you tonight, can you just tell me how you got into rapping? What did you grow up listening to in Houston? Yeah, so... I'm from Houston, Texas. Uh, <laughs> I'm from the South Side. My uh, my mom was a rapper. So honestly, like, I really thought everybody's mom was rapping. Like, <laughs> I'm like little and I'm like, after school, we go to the studio. When right. she get off work, I see her in her room writing. I legit thought everybody's mom was doing right. that. You're like, wait, everyone's mom doesn't do that? I'm like, your mama don't? Okay. <laughs> so no, um, I would see her writing and everything. And then when I started getting like a little older, I was probably like, Eight when I wrote my first song and then uh, I started stealing her little CDs with her instrumentals on there and she'll be like Megan have you seen my CDs and I'll be like no I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about right not so, me you gotta play the me Megan so no <laughs> but I was writing the whole time uh when I got in high school I was writing but I didn't tell anybody I wanted to be a rapper I don't know why like <laughs> but it was a it was a thing I was keeping to myself because I wanted to make sure I was perfect at it before I like came out and was like I'm a rapper. So when I went off to college, I went to a Prairie View, and then people didn't know me. So I was like, yeah, I rap. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, no, you don't. And I was like, yes, I do. So like one day I went to like a kickback, and these boys were rapping, and you know, it was one boy, he was in there, he was looking real good. Mm. <laughs> like, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't disappoint. <laughs> So I just started like freestyling and everybody in the room was like, what the fuck? Like she, <laughs> she really raps. So uh, my my best friend, she here right now, she's like my everyday person. I don't even know how I can function without her. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name's Kelsey. She was like, Megan, we got to put this shit on YouTube. So I was like, for real? She was like, yeah. I was like, all right. So uh, Shout out to Kelsey. Shout out to Kelsey. So uh, <laughs> there goes Kelsey. <laughs> She made me like a whole YouTube page and she put my first freestyle on there. It's called Killing Shit. And uh, it was like over uh, Show Enough by A Ball and MJG mm-hmm. and Tila. And everybody on campus was like, Yeah, that's the stallion. She a rapper. Like, and I was like, Yeah, <laughs> that is me. And I took it home and I showed my mom and I'm like, Mama, just relax. 
It's going to be cool. a lot of cursing, but I rap. Don't whoop me. Like, but I'm grown. I'm like 18. I'm like, but don't whoop me because my mama still would have whooped my ass. So I'm, I had to get her like, you know, calm before I let her hear it. And she, and she heard and she was like bobbing her head. But then she turns to me and she was like, you're not coming out until you're 21. I'm like, because I was talking the same way I talk right now. Right. Like freshman in college. Like she's mm. like, hell no. <laughs> So, yes, then she, like, took me. Um, first of all, she, I, th- I don't think she thought I was serious because uh, she didn't She didn't give a fuck. Like, she just told me not to come out till I was 21. But I was like, fuck that. I'm, right, <laughs> I'm a rapper now, mom. Right. I you told you. You ready. I, I was ready. Yeah. So, like, you got to know I'm on campus. I'm freestyling with everybody. And um, then I started meeting other guys that rap. And then um, this guy took me to the studio. And then I think that's when she was like, I'm not about to let these dudes like just take mm. you swift and, you know, introduce you to things that I don't intru- that I didn't introduce you to. You know, she wanted me to be safe. So then she started coming with me to the studio. And then that's when it turned into a whole new thing. And then I met T. Ferris. He actually managed like everybody in Swisher House. And um, yeah, and that's how we it. got Megan Thee Stallion yeah. now. <laughs> And you've had such a crazy rise this year. Like, your superstardom is next level. And I think a big part of that is because you've had such a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, like, your voice and your point of view is so succinct and so clear. There's so much clarity in your message. Female empowerment remains your manifesto. Yes. Can you talk to me about who helped you hone that point of view? So, I talk about my mom a lot, guys. Uh, <laughs> My mother and my grandmother and my great-grandmother raised me. So all my life, like, those are the three women that I had. Those are my besties. I didn't even hang out with other kids. Like, I was just really with them all the time. Your only child, right? I'm the only child, yeah. So um, hanging out with adults, you kind of go to school and you don't really know how to interact with other kids. (laughs) So, like, I'm at school. It's like elementary you know, it, it, this is so petty, but it's like pre-K elementary and the, the, the girls are bitches and they're like, <laughs> they're like bullying me. And I'm like looking like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, you don't like my shoes? What? Like, my, my mama likes my shoes. <laughs> like, so my mom and my grandmothers have always told me, oh my God, Megan, you're so amazing. You look so beautiful today. <laughs> like, and I'll be like, yeah, thank you. Like, I am amazing. <laughs> So when I would go to school and the, and the the little bitches would be picking on me, I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Like I don't understand." But like one day, this one girl really said something to me that I absolutely did not like, and mm. I I just I don't remember what the fuck it was, but I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, this don't feel right." Like I could take everything else, but whatever she said to me that day, I was like, "Hell no, I'm telling my mama on you." So I went home and I told my mama that the girl was picking with me, and when your mama give you the green light to go to school and cuss everybody mm-hmm. out, that's what you do. So, <laughs> so I went to school the next day and was like, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. My mama said, fuck you. Like, <laughs> so, you know, after my mama told me that it was okay to like pop my shit, I was like, yeah, fuck them. I'm mm-hmm. finna pop my shit. So mm-hmm. ever since then, nobody, you know, really talked shit to me because I didn't really, I never spoke up for myself, but it wasn't on purpose. I just didn't know those negative feelings. Like I... Yeah. Everybody showed me so much love in my house, so I was like, "What's wrong with y'all?" Like, I didn't even know how to. I didn't know how to that. go back and forth with you. Like, this, yeah. this is not normal. Are you okay? Like, <laughs> so yeah. When my mama gave me, you know, the the and my mama was teaching me how to crack on people too. So like, and it, like I didn't even know what how to joke back and forth with people because I was like, "No, that's, what are you saying?" Like, mm. I don't like that. <laughs> but no, when she when she gave me the green light to go back to school, that's that was it. I've been a bad bitch ever since. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, clap for the bad bitch. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> yes, and your confidence clearly shines through, right? You're someone who is the epitome of balance because you go hard. I saw you were in New York and San Antonio within the same week rehearsing here, tiny desk, this, that, and the other campaigns, and you're still in school. Yeah. <laughs> she's a senior at Texas Southern Ooh. University, y'all. <laughs> Tell me, how do you balance that? When I was in college, pff, I wasn't doing shit. College, no. So, college is hard. When I first went off to college, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to do. Like, I only went to college because my grandma told me I should go to college. Like, And like, that okay. happened so often. Right, like, she was yeah. like, you need to get your education. I was like, you're right, I do. So, uh, <laughs> so when I went, it wasn't, it really wasn't my choice, like, but I didn't want to disappoint my family. So I was like, I'm gonna go. Cause that just seems like the right thing to do. She told me I should be a nursing major. And I was like, okay, I'll go and do that. Uh, but I hated it. It was so boring. I was sitting in those classes. I really wasn't passing because I wasn't interested in it. And I really wanted to drop out. And I was like, this is dumb. I don't know what the fuck the teacher talking about. Everybody else is like, Yes, I know the answer, and I'm in the back like, damn. Actually, I don't even. I never sit in the back of class. I'm in the front of the class like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, <laughs> I'm here though. I'm trying, <laughs> but I was just my mind was on something else. I really wanted to be a rapper, so I'm in the front of the class like writing. I'm thinking about a whole bunch of other shit. We, I'm in anatomy like I don't give a fuck about all these bones. Like, so. <laughs> did Did school help you with your wordplay though? Were there any like oh classes? English all that? That's my shit. Yeah. Like in world literature, I was in that. I was what? Give me a book. I'm reading it. Like, but and it was really weird because I was passing, but it was just like. Just because I was halfway paying attention, I'm not. I'm not a person that like if I see it, I'm gonna remember it. So like I'll probably get a C, low B. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's not gonna be an A because I wasn't into it. Mm -hmm. But um, eventually I was like, fuck this. I don't wanna do this. I'm gonna drop out. And I'm like, wait, no, don't drop out because your mama gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> like, like I started it and I, I really want to finish it. Once I start understanding the, the concept of student loans. I was like, I definitely can't drop out now because we already paid all this money. So what'll be the purpose of quitting? So I was like, okay, what can I do? What can I do? I'm going to switch my major. But I didn't want to tell my mama because I didn't want her to be mad at me. So I switched my whole major to business management. And I was kind of liking it. But then I found myself writing music even more in, in class. Finally, I'm like, okay, look, Megan, you got to stop listening to what other people are saying because this is not working for you. Like, what do I like? Mm -hmm. So my grandmother... And my great-grandmother lived practically in the same house. And my grandmother was taking care of my great-grandmother. And I'm like, damn, this look hard. Like, she was, like, changing her. And my grandmother was, like, 65. And my other grandma was, like, 87. So I'm like, damn, like, what can I do? Let me help you. Mm -hmm. So I'm like. To change their lives. Right. So I'm like, what what should I do? So then I started Googling, like, you know, just different majors that are, that was something into healthcare. So then I found healthcare administration, and I figured out that TSU had a major for that, like a program for that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, bye, PV, I'm gone. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to TSU. And I told my mama, and then my parent, my mama didn't know I was going through this. My grandma didn't know I was going through this. So they just thinking I'm at school, passing, making A's. Like, So finally I transferred to TSU, and I told them what was going on. And they were like, well... 
that's fine. We're proud of you. And I was like, damn, I wish I would have known y'all was going to be this cool about it a long time ago. <laughs> but so in this same process, though, I'm recording and I'm making music now and I'm getting kind of popping. You know, I did the Houston Cypher mm -hmm. and that like went viral. My mom was so excited about it, like, because she was really proud. She was like, damn, like, you really doing this shit? Like, oh my God. My grandma was like, hell no, you need to stop that shit and you need to finish school. And I'm like, damn, grandma, I really want to be a rapper though. So I really stopped telling my grandma about my music because <laughs> she didn't give a damn. So, uh, I started making A's at school finally because now I give a damn about what I'm learning about. And now I know. And then I got really successful with my rapping. So now I want to take my rapper money and I want to like um, start my own assisted living facilities in Houston because wow. yeah, <laughs> I see... I see what it looks like when you got your grandparents trying to take care of your great-grandparents. So I know other people must be going through that too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to use my degree to do this. That's beautiful. Mm. Tell me a little bit more about Houston, the Houston rap scene, and how you really found your way in. You talked about being on the cypher and having your mom, but like Houston rap is legendary, like chopped and screwed. Like you think Houston rap is such a distinct sound. How did you find your own pocket in it? So... Being from Houston, like you just listen to 97.9 on the box and you listen to all the artists that they play. So you you grew up listening to a lot of Slim Thug, a lot of Pow Wow, a lot of a lot of Mike Jones. So it's like, damn, I got big shoes to fill, you know? My mom was playing a lot of Biggie. That was her favorite rapper, and she was playing a lot of UGK. The first time I ever heard Pimp C, my mind was blown. I was like, oh my God, what did he say? Like he's so confident, he was so cocky, and that's really what I loved about it. Like I'm, I'm like five. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Like, but I like the way he's saying it. It sounds cool. So, um, like I'm listening to that, and then my daddy, he was a big fan of Three Six Mafia. Mm. So, like mixing all that shit together in my little five year old mind, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to be saying. Like that's what you, that's what we're talking about. So that, that played another part into me going to school with these little ass kids and I don't know what the hell they talking about. Because <laughs> I'm listening to like grown up music. Mm. So um, I feel like, you know, those people really shaped how I am now. Growing up in Houston, that's like the culture. Like that's like the wave, like the screwed and chopped music, like the grills, like the, the whole swag. Like I just feel like I just really wanted to keep on carrying that legendary status because yeah. legacy right like people out of Houston when they come they come hard I mean we got Beyonce we got Travis Scott you know we got Megan Thee Stallion <laughs> I just wanted to keep it going yeah and I mean you're doing great even even repping Houston so hard you're I feel like your sound has gone global this year like you collaborated with Everyone from Maxo Cream to mm -hmm. Khalid to Yo Gotti to mm -hmm. the Baby to Nicki Minaj, like you're you're continuously leveling up. So, what does the next level look like for you? My next level would definitely be like actually opening those facilities. Like that's what that's what I really want to do. Like I really want to see that through. Mm -hmm. Do you have a plan for that? Like, I do. My grandmother, she was so smart, like she was so business minded, but she never went to college. I don't even think she finished high school, but um, she was like born in like 1931, I think. Like she definitely always had like a business mind though. So my grandmother had like four houses before she passed. I'm like, shit, I'm talking to my grandma and I'm like, we're going to renovate these houses and we're going to turn them into the facilities. Mm. So we ain't going to waste, we ain't going to waste them houses. <laughs> nice. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Shout out to Big Mama. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. Like the not, they just have the wisdom. They have the hindsight. Yes. And, yeah. She always foresight. put it on my mind to get my money. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And your whole MO is women empowerment. Like I said, like that's your manifesto. Why do you think it's always important to keep that front and center at your music? I mean, being a, a woman is hard in general. Um, I don't really think it matters what where you came from, like what your background is, what your ethnicity is. Just being a lady in general is hard. You go through so many things every day. Just having a vagina is hard in general. <laughs> Um, but like people expect so much from women and like, even if you are the manager at Walmart, you better be the best goddamn manager at Walmart you ever been in your life. And even if it's your first time <laughs> working at that bitch, you better be the no best. Yeah, just know you are a lady and you better know everything and you better run this company like you're supposed to, like, you know what I'm saying? Just women, we have like high expectations. Uh, we, we have high expectations for ourselves. So when I see women working, I see that a lot of other people have high expectations for women also. Like, you might see a man being, like, the head of a company, but he got 50 women working at the company, and that's who actually running the business. Mm -hmm. So, like, you just have to be on your shit all the time being a woman. Like, nobody cuts you any slack. Like, you got a vagina, you must be amazing. Like, so, yeah. And then you still want to have sex. That's crazy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so your music is for that. You got to be on your shit and you still want to have sex. Yeah, I want to have sex too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to still be amazing. <laughs> always, always. Right. And the year is almost wrapping up and you've had a crazy run this year. What's on the docket for you in 2020? I really think that I'm finally ready to commit to an album. Yeah? Yeah. Album 2020? Yeah. I felt like my mixtapes were me like flirting with my fans. I never wanted to do an album because I'm like, oh, that feels like marriage. Like, <laughs> that's a commitment. But like, now I'm ready <laughs> to finally settle down with an album. <laughs> Are we gonna meet Sugar on the album, or is she like? I think Sugar might be who you get on the album. Oh. Mm. <laughs> All right. Yes. Those are all of my questions, but the fans here were so adamant and loved your performance. They had questions there themselves. Yes. So let me just pull that real quick. Oh, this is a good one. Did you ever think I'm not going to make it? And when did you know you would hit? I never go into something thinking I'm not going to do it. If I know I'm going to put my mind to it, I'm like, yeah, this shit going to work. Except the school that one time. <laughs> But no, like with the music, that was something that I practiced that and I really wanted to do it and I had been working on it secretly. So I, it was not an option not to make it like, and I don't even think I'm just everything that my hotties think I am, but like I'm definitely working towards it. So I always just like push myself to go harder to get to where I think I should be at. And then are there ever times when you doubt yourself when you're like, nah, I need a minute. I need a day. I need five. Off. Like sometimes when I'm writing, I'm yeah. like, nah, bitch, you could have went harder than that. <laughs> so like I always like sometimes double back on my songs before I go record and I'm like no we gotta we gotta really talk some shit what can we say that mm -hmm. was better than this bar you know mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. especially when you like going toe to toe with someone on the same record or even just like trying to one up yourself I'm always trying to one up myself like I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody like that's them like <laughs> I don't I don't feel like um if I'm worried about beating somebody else, I'm not going to be the best version of me. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be a competition because somebody else winning is not going to make me lose, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to take a break from music once you receive your d- degree? No. <laughs> I'm a full-time student and a full-time rapper. <laughs> and a full-time stallion. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and gracing the desk and gracing us and talking about introducing us to Sugar. Yes, that's that preview. Was exclusive. I preview. Told that. You heard that? <clears throat> <laughs> and yes, that was our tiny talk post performance. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah.